Recently, Marvel Comics introduced a new character named Princess Matoka. Now, if that sounds familiar, it's because Matoka is the birth name of an indigenous woman most of us know as Pocahontas. Now, I know what you're thinking. What a great opportunity to show a historic Native woman for the complicated, resourceful, brave person that she was. Well, instead, they did this. Wow, yeah, first, that's super racist. Second, it's very confusing to literally anyone who has seen a woman in her underwear. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. You will Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies for Nerds and New Bullying. Your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Finger in Your Ear Hole, uh, with my co-host. All right. Uh, this is Eli, a.k.a. Mountain Doomy, baby. Because <laughs> that's what I wanted the podcast to... That's what I equate the podcast to being. It sounds like a finger in your ear hole, or it feels like a finger in your ear hole. Because everybody knows... Is that a good thing? Everybody <laughs> knows a finger in your ear hole is a good thing. You may not admit it, <laughs> You may not admit it in public, <laughs> but you know you <laughs> like it. And that's how I see this podcast. It's the same way. Uh, uh, my, yeah. my finger. I don't know if anybody else's. <laughs> okay, yeah, nobody else's finger, but your finger, your finger in your ear hole. <laughs> you like it. You know you like it. Don't deny it. Uh, yeah, we're back with the episode. And Eli, how, how you feeling this this week? I know we've been being rough. This last two months has been rough for the bullets. It's like, like a damn uh, infirmary over here. <laughs> I'm still trying to shake this cold that I can't seem to shake. I'm still okay. blowing my nose and hacking up phlegm and just being a slimy, sick bastard. It sucks. <laughs> but, but you're still hanging in there. You're still hanging in there. So I'm I still here. You know, lost <laughs> an hour of sleep, so I'm even more tired than I was because of this daylight saving shit. But, hey. Which shouldn't exist, but, you know, <laughs> we're not going to go there. <laughs> we're not going to go there. We're not going to be po political. So. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, honestly, I've been feeling good up until this last episode, until yesterday, you know, when the weather just went from 70 degrees to 20. So now I got the, the sniffles, but you know what we're going to be you true. Mean, you mean it's getting cold down there? Yeah, it's like cold, cold. Like, yeah, I can't even wear shorts anymore. So yeah, it's getting rough down here. So, but yeah, we're yeah. going to hang in there. We're just going to just jump into it because we're troopers. Uh, Eli, before we jump into it, I just want to just briefly mention at my job, they have now lifted the mask mandate. So that's pretty cool. Problem is, that's I don't why recognize. <laughs> that may be why I'm sick. Yeah, I was, I was doing fine until the mask mandate didn't boom. All of a sudden, I get sick. But it's weird because I realized when the mask mandate, so many people, I don't think I've ever seen before. Like, I don't recognize them. Yeah. So when they see me, you know, they're like, hey, Whoa, you're, a good you're a woman. Wow. <laughs> It's just, just weird stuff, man. You know, like, hey, look, uh, good morning, Leroy. How you doing? Like, man, morning. who are you? Who sent you? I don't know you. You know, we've been working together for a year and a half. Like, damn, I'm your boss. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, COVID around two years. I don't I don't know you, you know. Uh, but, yeah, we're getting to know people. So can't go anywhere. Gas is $5 a gallon, you know, ever since the war with Russia started, even though I don't remember us getting gas from Russia. I'm not the smartest man in the world, but that's just me, you know. But we're going to keep it live. We're going to keep it light. Oh, well, but we got... 
one thing we do have to address before we get to the fun stuff. We're just going to go ahead and talk about it because we have to honor religion. You know, want to say rest in peace to William Hurt. Uh, yes. Like I said, yeah, because like I said, William Hurt has been around for decades. Uh, before Eli and I, he was already making movies, cranking them out left and right. Uh, Eli, I don't know how familiar you are with William Hurt. Me personally, when I was growing up with him, like I said, he was, you know, cranking out Oscars left and right, you know, playing in serious dramatic roles you know mm -hmm. so it wasn't movies i was watching back in the 80s you know if it wasn't you know if i didn't see luke skywalker in it or a muppet baby or you know a transformer or ninja turtle i didn't know what it was so these movies william hurt was playing in you know the big chill i'm not watching that you know hold on we'll see what even though that was written by the guy who wrote empire strikes back <laughs> covid before the flu, uh like i predicted covid before the new flow um uh, no, people got flu. Like uh, uh, Eli has the flu. He has, has a COVID. Yeah. So yeah, I tested Not negative COVID. for COVID twice because I it's been going on for so long. I got tested the other day again just to make sure, and I'm still negative. It's just so. a fucking cold. I haven't like I said, I haven't been sick for two years because I've been wearing masking up and haven't been hanging out with people. That one time you went out. <laughs> you yeah, got yeah. One time I went to Bat. Just go see Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a ticket of uh, Batman in your hand? <laughs> then you have <laughs> the flu. Rest <laughs> peace, Mr. Hurt. Yeah, but uh, back talking to, uh, like I said, William Hurt. Like I said, he's been in a whole bunch of movies, dramatic roles. So it really wasn't my, I wasn't the target demographic, you know, because I was, you know, five. <coughs> but, you know, but all of a sudden, then he started playing in the MCU when he became my, well, I became his target demographic. You know, all of a sudden there he became... Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, you know, like I said, Eli, he played in the Hulk movies. The Hulk is both in our top five list of great superheroes of all time. So we're very well familiar with Thaddeus Ross. You know, I loved his portrayal. You know, uh, he was pretty much pretty much he captured the spirit, the essence of Thaddeus uh, Ross. He was an asshole. And that's yeah. what we always pictured Thaddeus Ross to be, Thunderbolt Ross to be. So he nailed that role down um like i said he's played in a bunch of role probably play like lost six in roles. space he was in that lost in space movie uh yeah that one the one they tried to make matt leblanc from friends a thing yeah i remember that yeah, yeah. uh but like i said he, he's played in a, a tons of movies tons of movies all like states this. is a good horror flick where he reverts back and starts becoming a caveman it's a weird weird ass watch it while you're on something but yeah check him out in altered states good good flick <laughs> <laughs> okay uh yeah but that's really all we can say about like i said rest in peace to uh thunderbolt raw so i guess we're not gonna get a red hulk thing uh yeah 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 this kills our chances of seeing a red hulk not that marvel ever, yeah not that marvel ever teased and plus i never thought they were gonna make a 70 year old a hulk villain anyway but you know and, and plus it, i just thought that was kind of weird plus you know what would be really weird if they recast them and then the the recast the child of crowd can be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, uh, hopefully it doesn't happen. Well, Will, Will Smith, Will Smith takes over the role. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So all right, but we can move on past that. Let's 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 get to the fun stuff now. Let's get to the fun stuff. Okay. So like I said, yeah. I saw a movie. Eli, I don't you? think you I, I don't think you saw this movie. Yeah, we I watch movies sometimes, you know, when I'm, when I'm oh, bored. Okay. I went yeah. and saw the I saw I took my niece to see Spider Man the other night. Oh, um, what would they do? Again. Oh, they like okay. it. Yeah, it's Spider-Man. There's a new Spider-Man. It's great. <laughs> okay. I mean, did they did they see it before? That was their first time seeing it? That was their first time seeing it. 
Oh, okay, I watched this. Yeah, I watched the Adam Project. Oh, did I did you? watch this. I did. Oh, okay. I thought I was going to be just here by myself talking about it. So, okay. No, I had prepared I, I a whole it. thing, a whole PowerPoint presentation, everything. Like, let's just milk this for what it is. But now we can, now you can join in. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll just talk about it briefly, what we're talking about. Okay. So, for those who haven't seen the Adam Project, I'll just give you a quick synopsis of what the movie is. Okay. So, the base of the movie is, it's pretty much every sci-fi movie ever made. Ryan Reynolds goes back in time to meet young Ryan Reynolds. Uh, to stop the future from blah, blah, blah. Plot does not matter. All that matters is action, 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 family drama, adventure. Main thing about this movie is that it is a kid's movie. Yeah. It is not an action movie. It is an adventure movie. It, it reminds me in that frame of the old 80s Spielberg movies, you know, like, uh, I guess, Goonies, uh, like the movies mm -hmm. he produced, E.T., or even some of the other movies, just the '80s that was ripping off Spielberg, like Flight of the Navigator. You know, those Flight of the Navigator movies. was a big. I could, I, yeah, I saw, yeah, that was a big influence. It, it, yeah, it reminded me of that. So that's the that's what they Back was to the for. Future. I mean, the time. Oh, there sure. was heavy, heavy Back to the Future uh, references, and I think they just flat out said it. You know, uh, I think even Christopher Lloyd even did like a promo for this movie. So they yeah. they wanted you to you know to think of these movies when you think about all these 80 movies but at the same time it didn't feel like a red notice the other ryan reynolds movie where it just felt like they were just copy and pasting other movies this felt like it was taking reference but it was making it its own thing you know it yeah. felt because the the actual plot of the movie the action the stuff that get going honestly i feel like that was secondary it's there but it's just familiar people pull out lightsabers you got jets you got spaceships none of that matters it's fun it's flippers well, yeah, it was like kind of like like those '80s, like a a movie, a kids movie from the '80s. Yeah, you know, where the, where the, it's kind it's kind of it kind of pushes it. It's not all light and fluffy like most kids movies these days, especially coming up in the '90s and early 2000s. You know, they're very very cartoony, or they're at you know, mom and dad save the world, or aliens in the attic, or. Mm -hmm getting stuck at the airport what's that movie where all the kids get stuck at there they're kind of like mighty ducks you know they're kind of right. light and fluffy comedies and shit whereas a lot of kids 80s kids movies, yeah the goonies and et they like even the soft it. ones like sandlot they got yeah. caught you know chewing tobacco you know yeah. even in movies like that and that was one of the the tame ones back in monster squad they were going all that yeah. other than monster right. squad okay. they're killing yeah rudy's like waits till the fucking werewolf kills all the cops before he kills the werewolf which is awesome. Right. <laughs> so like I said, so I, this doesn't go as hard as an 80s movie, but yeah. it goes but a little bit harder than... It's yeah. in that vein. It, it's more and more than what you expect from a kid's movie these days, you know? So yeah, I'll say they're, it's they're swearing, movie. the kid is swearing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, oh. it, had, it, had, it, had, it had an edge to it, you know? Okay, so as far as who's in this movie, uh, you got Jennifer Garner, she plays the mom. Uh, Mark Ruffalo plays the dad. Of course, the dad is, he dies, so he didn't show up till like later on in the movie. Uh, Zoe Saldana, let's see what she got. She is in it for a good five minutes. She gets like a a heartwarming scene with with uh Ryan Reynolds. She gets an action scene, and you don't yeah, see her again. Like, little, yeah, she gets to kick a little ass. Yeah, and you don't see her again. So this easiest paycheck ever. I do know something that whenever they need like a new sci-fi movie or a fantasy movie, Zoe Saldana is like the first person they always call. Star Trek, you know, Avengers, Avatar, whatever this. You're just like, get Zoe Saldana. Why not? She's like female Samuel Jackson at this point, you know. Um, Ryan Reynolds. I want to talk about Ryan Reynolds in this movie. Oh, uh, because the thing was Ryan Reynolds was playing more like a, to me, 
he was playing like a more sedate, uh, subdued role in this movie. He was playing like a more depressed role because this is the future. The few he comes from a Terminator type future, and life's just been kicking his ass. So he's not like the usual Ryan Reynolds he normally is. Even though he'll get a few, you know, one liners off every now and then. But the yeah. thing is, the person that carries the like the the heavy load for the comedic effect to me was the kid. To me, Eli, this kid stole the show. Yeah. I know most of the time, you know, these kid actors, you just pay no attention to them. You either pay no attention to them or they're annoying as fuck. To me, he killed it. Because the thing was, he was doing a Ryan Reynolds impression. Well, he and he was nailed being, it. Yeah, and he was being a kid. How kids yeah. act. That's that's why the 80s movies were hit, were so cool because that's how we all act. We, I mean, I, I've been swearing since I was six years old. I never mm. did it around my parents. But we, right. we talk like that. We got into some stupid shit. We were doing shit that they don't show in kids' movies. Right. We were, we were fucking, you know, being daredevils and almost getting ourselves killed all the time. And, mm-hmm. and you know, those movies, like movies like The Goonies and E.T. and, you know, Monster Squad, it, it showed kids acting real, you know. And that's what you get. This kid is acting real, like how kids act. You know, yeah, but the thing watering was, it down for the PG audience, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but but the thing was, he was mannering the uh, that mannerisms of Ryan Reynolds, like Deadpool. Because I even looked it up, and how he got the role was that he quoted the intro to Deadpool two, like the first like yeah. 20, twenty minutes of it. So I was like, I saw that Damn. video where he's just like. Yeah doing all the dialogue and shit right <laughs> so like damn he nailed it he was nailing it so well i remember thinking, like damn does ryan reynolds like did he you know step outside his wife in 2010 and you know maybe <laughs> had an outside kid and now he's trying to pay it back with this kid because he he nailed the role he need to claim that kid on his taxes next year so yeah to <laughs> me that kid killed it he was even quoting deadpool lines in the movie like when he uh when he did the thing he jumped and landed he's like severe landing <laughs> i'm like okay he's quoting deadpool in this movie so i like that uh who else we got like i said we got the mom jennifer garner she's playing not only the kid's mom but ryan reynolds mom because time travel reasons eli i am so glad they didn't do what i thought they were going to do and have like okay. some kind of weird thing between <laughs> like back to the future i was like please don't do it please don't if you do it i'll take the movie off right now but they they didn't do it and matter of fact it was a heartfelt scene all he said was he basically was saying like you know your son's not an asshole it's gonna be all right because at the time yeah. she was like having trouble because her son is young Ryan Reynolds, so of course he's an asshole. And that's one of the things I like about the movie because the kid was such an asshole in the movie. Like, he was giving it back to Ryan Reynolds like Ryan was giving to him. It's like Ryan Reynolds was like, damn, is this how I act to other people? Yeah, I'm annoying as fuck. Okay, so I kind of like that part of the movie. Um, Like I said, Mark Ruffalo is playing the dad. He's basically playing the Hulk. I mean, not Hulk, but but Bruce Banner, you know. Um, Now, that scene at the end, and that's the thing, this movie ain't like some some heartwarming scenes to me I kind of liked at the end, especially at the end because like Ryan Reynolds like hates him because you know he died and he blames him for that. So you kind of like see where him and his younger self feel about their dad at the stage in their life. And at the end of like Mark Ruffalo just hugs him. He was like, uh, let the hurt go, let her go. And he was like trying to punch him and hit him to get him off of him. And then eventually he just let go and just let him hug his dad. And I was like, damn. Honestly, this movie might even trigger people that you know that have lost a loved one and you know want to see them stuff like that. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of kind of emotional scene towards the end. Yeah, you know, and that's like but, hey, ET. E- that that triggers you know tears and you know uh yeah i mean a lot of those old like i said back in the 80s never-ending story you know yeah. shit like that you know the very emotional scenes for like kids 
Right. Yeah, they, they think kids are ready for it. You know, hell, even Luke Skywalker getting his hand chopped off was a traumatic scene for a lot of kids back then. You know? <laughs> yeah. George Lucas was like, ah, those kids, they'll be all right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's the thing. But like I said, we're talking about like the emotional scenes, the family scenes, the dramatic scenes. But notice we're not talking about the action scenes in an action movie because although they were cool, they were just everything you've seen before. He pulls out a lightsaber, pulls out a laser gun, pulls out, you know, whatever. I always wonder, where'd you get your lightsaber? It's not a lightsaber. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Then he pulls out that like double bladed things. Yeah, that's a lightsaber. (laughs) (laughs) You know, always quoting the old 80s movies. Oh, you've seen Terminator, right? Well, our future's like that on a Tuesday. You know, that's stuff like that. (laughs) So, but that this thing that all the action and the scene, they're derivative because it's stuff you've seen before and they want you to be familiar with this stuff. That way, so they can just speed through the plot. The time travel rule, like I said, it's a time travel movie, and but the time, they never actually explain the rules of time travel. Just like fuck it, we just do whatever we want to do, you know. So like in like in a vampire movie, they'll tell you the rules of a yeah. vampire movie for a vampire movie star. Time travel movies they tell you the rules of a time travel movie. This one doesn't. They just do whatever, you know. As far as like the grandfather paradox, they don't give a shit about that. They just just go with it, you know. So and I, I never understand the trope in these movies how the heavily armed goons. Are always taken out with one hit. Like, well, what is the armor for? That's just me, you know. Movies do it, yeah. but you know, they're stormtroopers. Um, they were just, yeah, that was stormtroopers, <laughs> and, and they and they want you to think they're stormtroopers. That way, they don't have to explain yeah. shit, you know. So, but that's the movie. The movie felt like action wise, surface level, but the family dramatic stuff about him going back in time and meeting his parents, and you know, wishing he did different things with his with his parents, and getting mad at his younger self. For doing that bullshit, you know, don't go down the same path I am. So it was, I thought it was pretty good. Overall, and, and this thing, like I said, normally with these Netflix movies, I kind of rank them on a lower level. Like, okay, it's good for a Netflix movie, you know. Uh, but this one, honestly, Eli, if I'd have went to the movies and saw it, I, I'd have been okay. I'd have been, I feel like I would have got my money for it, you know. Uh, so yeah, overall, I'm gonna give it a 3.5 out of 5. Like a good, fun movie. Then you'll watch again. It's good entertainment. If you got kids, you know, they're like, even though kids don't watch movies anymore, they don't watch anything that's not Fortnite or TikTok. But, you know, if you can get them to sit down and watch a movie, I think they might enjoy this. So, yeah. But uh, I slap right on you. Like, like I said, you, you saw what, what do you think? Yeah, I'll give it a three out of five. It was cute and fun, mm-hmm. you know, for, mm-hmm. for, you know, a kid's movie. Yeah. That's what kind of shocked you even saw it. I was like, yeah, this is a kid's movie. I didn't know if Eli was going to be into this. Well, that yeah. dude's all right. I mean, that's the guy, that director, he worked on Stranger Things. Which is mm-hmm. a total throwback to '80s kids movies. Um, he's been he did the Free Guy, uh, so mm-hmm. you know I, I, I've seen some of his flicks. I'll, I'll check it out. It's on Netflix. Oh, and he's also the director of the upcoming Deadpool three. Oh, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, I guess from Hollywood reporters. This is not a rumor or anything like that. It's been confirmed. So yeah, so he's working with Ryan Reynolds. They're going to be their third movie. They're gonna they're gonna uh, crank it out. We already know it's going to be PG thirteen. You yeah. know, so everybody's getting pissed <laughs> off about. What Deadpool's going to be, it's going to be PG-13. So, yeah, just let it go. No more dick uh, jokes. <laughs> you can get one. You're allowed one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So what do we got next on the list? I think we should do that. No, before I, I'm, I was going to let you do something live, but I'm going to do something first. Okay. So this thing. So I was on Facebook today. I almost got kicked out of a group. Uh, the reason oh. I got kicked out of a group because everybody was talking about uh, that new Christopher Nolan movie called Oppenheimer. 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 I, I knew I screwed that up. Okay. So they're talking about Oppenheimer. And I was thinking like, you know, everybody, because here's the, here's the, what the, 
all the people that's going to be in the movie. Boom. That's all the people that, and that's not even all the people he announced yet. He's announced some more people in the movie. So there's a running, there was somebody made a post. It's like, they're like, oh, he's the <laughs> people in the movie. Uh, when Christopher Nolan called you, who are you playing in the movie? And then I just posted, all I said was, well, I didn't get a phone call because I'm not white. So that's all. And everybody, <laughs> and everybody got triggered. How dare you say that? That's racist. Like, how is that racist? Like, you think I really sit around waiting for Chris Nolan to call me? I don't give a shit. You know, honestly, Eli, and, and you already know, we, we have been around the block long enough to know this, when the movie comes out, is going to be a topic. It's going to be in the news. It's going to be a whole of social media. Because, let's be honest with you, this cast is, is about as white as a polar bear well, well that remy malik he's like uh-uh no 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 but he's white uh-uh. passing I, I, I know what you were gonna say i already looked i would look at it but remy uh-uh no oh <laughs> uh, no he did he is not the fly in the milk <laughs> i'm sorry no <laughs> uh, so yeah so that's my thing but here's the thing we already know it's going to be a thing honestly it doesn't need to be a thing if christopher nolan wants to make the whitest movie ever let him it's okay we don't need him to add you know a black person or a trans person or whatever the hell else he want to make if that's the movie he wants to make let him make it it's okay now the only problem i might have with this movie is since like what you say is oppenheimer okay i know the movie is i I know the movie is based on like the manhattan project i think yeah okay so only problem I might have with the movie is if there is, there was a black scientist that worked on. The I, think there was a few. I think there was a Were few. They? I think there was. Oh Asian. well, now I, I think, got a. Well, now I got a problem. I think, okay. I think there's a bunch. of <laughs> I was gonna let him slide. I was gonna let him slide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna let him slide. Like, like, oh shit, here we go again. Okay, so see, I was trying to be on the side, Eli. I was trying to, you know, go to bat for him, but now you. Well, just, I'm gonna say maybe maybe that Remy Malik is is filling that quote. Oh hell no! <laughs> the guy looks like me on the history <laughs> played by Remy Malik. You know, <laughs> like hell no, that better not be the case. You know what? But you know what, Eli? Everybody gives uh Christopher Nolan shit because he does do a lot of whitewash movies and history on whitewash people, uh, or even like he did with the Dark Knight Return. Like people get pissed off about Zoe Kravitz and uh Jeffrey Wright, you know, for those changes in the new Batman movie. But nobody ever said anything about Ra's Al Ghul in the old movie or Bane in the old movie, who's from South America. You know, he whitewashed them and let him go. But you know what? Here's why I give him a pass. Here's, and I'm the only person that gives Christopher Nolan a pass, but I give him a pass. Because people, people always saying that he should do a James Bond movie. People always saying, don't make James Bond black. Make a new character and just have him in his franchise. He did that. He made Tenet. He basically made a black James Bond movie where it was just that. Wasn't and nobody that gets that- credit for that. Wasn't that guy's name like Man or something? Uh, he, he didn't even have a name. He didn't even have a name. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, tr- Eli, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Every time I try, you shut me down. <laughs> we all know how I feel about Christopher Nolan. I don't. <laughs> I didn't even see that fucking movie. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I'm done defending Christopher Nolan. Every, every time I try, you're just going to shoot me down again. So, okay. I right, wasn't going to so- see this shit anyway. The <laughs> <laughs> last shit right. I saw was that the World War One movie, the the Dunkirk. Nineteen seventeen. Oh, I saw Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yeah. 
Okay. And I was bored as shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not. I'm not into Christopher Nolan. He's no Martin Scorsese. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dunkirk, where the where the most brutal death is a guy falling down the stairs on a boat. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, man. maybe they had more deaths in this one. I don't know. All right, so uh, all right, Eli, you up for this? Even though we've already talked about this, I'm gonna let we- you. Well, you did, because we're gonna talk about. Are we talking that. about this? Oh, we don't have okay. to. We don't. We don't have to. We don't have to. If you want. Um. Well, I got one. I, I got a bone to pick about this, and it ain't. Yes, okay. we broke this. Because we never did a follow. Because we never did a follow up on it. Yes. Comic. Okay. What about a month ago? Now, when 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 did this comic come out? About a month reviewed, ago. Yeah. Then, yeah. I reviewed this comic. So yes, Jason Aaron is in some hot water for that king conan uh comic that came out a few weeks ago where he uses this hot chick and names her after pocahontas's real name which was matoka um we reviewed it i reviewed it on our show a couple weeks ago and i called it out then gave it a shitty review all that shit and you know and then a couple weeks later now it's in the news People are talking about it. People are outraged. The Native community found out about it. All these articles are being written. All these Native influencers are being interviewed. And no mention of us. Right. <laughs> they never mentioned, so it just goes to show that there's no Natives watching our show. <laughs> right. But you know what, Eli? It's just par for the course. There is so much news that we break way before anybody else does. Yeah. And then it eventually catches on, and we can't even talk about it because we've already and I've been talked going- about it. I, and all those articles, all those posts about this shit, I'm going, hey, yeah, I reviewed this on our show. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eli, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. I will find it, and I will post it, and I will make a, a thing. I will make it a clip, because I, I should have did it then, but I didn't think it was yeah. going to be the shit storm that it, it turned out to be, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I gave it, I mean, I gave it, um, I gave it a crappy review. I mean, because when I, because I'm into Conan. I've been reading Conan. I've been, you know, I'm into Jason Aaron shit. You know, he writes macho men doing tough guy shit. I'm a dude. I like, you know, boobs and burgers and shit blowing up. Like, I'm a guy. What do you want me to do? You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm into Conan. And Conan, that's all he does. That's what he does. He's, he, he fights and he fucks. And he bangs all these chicks. That's just Conan. That's what I like about Conan. But if you're going to have that, don't name the chick after a... a, a, a you know the name of a of a of a victim of real life human trafficking. You know, right? You know that <laughs> that, that America has romanticized. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I read it, and when I, when I was reading it, because I was conflicted, because I meant, like I said, I'm into the Conan comic. I've been reading Jason Aaron's run. I'm into it, and then when I read that shit, and I saw, oh shit, that name sounds familiar, and I googled it, and then I went, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's using the he's using Pocahontas, who in real life was dead by the time she was 21. She was kidnapped. All that Disney bullshit. It's bullshit. It's a bullshit right. fairy tale. You know, um, it's the feel good story about a human trafficking victim. It's bullshit. Yeah. So it pissed off a bunch of natives. It pissed off her tribe. It pissed off a lot. Of, yeah. Native Twitter went off. And um, and yeah, I gave the comic a shitty review. And it was like a couple weeks ago. Um, and now it's... And now it's everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. like I said, if you want to get a breakdown of it, like I said, I think the Amber Ruffin show on Peacock 
did like a 10 minute thing on it but eli also did a 10 minute thing on it on our show about a month ago so yeah. yes look that up also <laughs> yeah we're not I gonna mean, leave all these people just eat off us yeah we, yeah i mean if you want to have them banging hot chicks go ahead just don't name her after a real life well i mean the thing, the thing is you. gabe i'm not gonna say just don't do it but be more responsible about it yeah like if you were gonna go there right you know maybe bring some attention to that you know uh, yeah. maybe bring awareness to it. Don't just do what you did. Yeah, yeah and I, I know Jason Aaron, He he's in love with the romantic, you know, image of the noble Indian savage. And he's all, you know, he's got a Native American fetish. He wrote Scalp, that book Scalped about life on the reservation, even though he's never lived on one, you know. <laughs> you know, so he had, he's, he, you know, he's into Natives, and I can tell. But maybe he should hang out with some real Natives. That way they could have told him, don't do that shit. Right, not Google, like actually yeah. talk to them, maybe interview, you know, or maybe run it by, ha- have a Native friend, you yeah. know, just have one Native friend and run it by them, like, what, what do you think? And, you know. and like, you know, and he said, oh, the, the, he's, he's since apologized, he's going to donate the proceeds to like the Native American women's groups and stuff like that, and that's all good, you know, but this, his whole excuse of, oh, I didn't know, is bullshit, like, oh, I was just making up, and like, you don't say, oh, Here's Unga Bunga, and it just happened to be the name of someone. No, Umfufu or whatever. Right. <laughs> and, and just like, like you do a name generator or anything like that. No, yeah, you had no, to find it from somewhere. No, you took Poca- Matoka, which is Pocahontas's real name, and then the story in the comic is about a native who falls in love with the white guy and all this. It's the it's the Pocahontas fairy tale in the con- with Conan in it. You know, so yeah, that that's bullshit that he didn't know he was just picking a name out of his ass and it just happened to be, you know, a reference to that. It's it's that's bullshit. But Marvel needs to hire, you know, some editors, native editors, not just native writers, token right. native writers every once like a year. Twitter, when they... Twitter should not be editing your comics. Yes, yes. They need to like run this by some, you know, hire some people that you know are in the administration. So they oh, can, or better yet, not even them. an editor. Like I said, you saying they have native writers there, a native artist there. Somebody could just walked over and be like, "Hey, maybe you should do that." You know? Yeah. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Okay, so we all seen Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? Remember uh, John Walker's Black Sidekick Battlestar? Okay. Yeah. So in the comics, in the original comics in the eighties, his name was Bucky. He was basically Bucky number two. But then you know. Uh, Dwayne McDuffie walked over to, you know, the writer of the comic Captain America Time and like, maybe you shouldn't call a black guy Buck, you know, just and then he had to break down to him what that term meant. You're like, yeah, I didn't know, you know, so he changed yeah. it the next day, you know, just somebody just walk over and explain this all like, honestly, Eli, I blame the native writers at Marvel for letting this shit get that far. Not even, that's the thing just, is not even where, just yeah. yeah where are they because the native writers are are like the celebrity writers it's fucking taboo it's you right. know rebecca roanhorse who like gets hired like once a year to write their token native book and then they they have other jobs you know <laughs> right so they're not there job. the whole time yeah yeah right. he, 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 he's a rapper so yeah he yeah has time now there. they got nyla rose gonna write uh the 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 thunderbird book and she's a wrestler like and that's the thing is like <laughs> that's a whole other topic about how they just get these celebrity writers to here you want to write a comic anybody can do it you know right like yeah it's patronizing and makes comics look like a lesser form of art when you just hire anybody off any old celebrity to promote your shit but, but like, yeah i, I mean, need I, you to break into business 
<laughs> so so next so when you get famous we can go on the yacht and go uh, snort coke <laughs> off a of t- off a of chick's titties you know i'm working on well, I, I will be having an announcement soon coming up <laughs> i've already got my stripper picked out eli get on it so yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, keep, keep, um, yeah yeah we can move on but yeah jason aaron fucked up he's trying to amend shit but you know yeah and we broke this move this news like a few weeks ago and that's my big find beef. It that's and, my and big I'll... beef about <laughs> right like i knew I said, about honestly, this shit before it... everybody yeah, we we broke in so much news on this podcast before that just gets passed over. I just I just let it go after a while. Yeah, I was like, we we're just not gonna get our due. That's all. We're just not gonna get yeah. our due. But or maybe they actually listen to us and take our shit. That's what I'm thinking also. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So can we move on? Can we move on to the to the uh, to the comics? Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm trying to think how I'm gonna start this off. Okay. Here's the thing, Eli. I have good news. Yeah. We are back, baby. Are we? I have figured out a workaround. I have jury rigged some stuff to make it work. I don't know how, it's, how well it's going to work, but we're going to find out. <laughs> but anyway, this is the comic book bullies. We're talk about the comic books. We're going to talk about the new books that came out this week. And I guess I should go first, or you should go first. Uh, I guess, let me go. How to use comicsology? The new comicsology? Well, should I break it down or should I not break it down? I don't know if I should break it down. because it's technically not you might, you might be giving a bunch of bunch of people pointers make a clip out of this how to use comicsology now <laughs> okay i think i will you i think i think i will uh tell you what i'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let I, you I might take some notes too <laughs> okay i need to get set up you you want to go first while i get set up <laughs> um sure sure okay do you want me to do the batman book now or should i just wait cold case you can do cold case yeah um sure I can do cold case, even though I I read it like last week, so I'll have to remember. Um, did you read cold case? I didn't. I was going to, but okay. then I didn't. All right. Well, you know, we were going to do this last week because we were. It was the Batman movie, and we we're going to talk about all things Batman. But we went way too long just sucking that Batman movie's dick that we didn't get a chance to do any comics. So we were gonna review like old school Batman comics where he was just a detective. Oh, I and... do want to. I do want to say something also. Uh, now we were gonna actually do a whole thing about the Long Halloween. We were gonna break that bitch down, but then I like lifted it and saw how many pages. I was like, uh, uh-uh, Eli, we're not doing that. Also, <laughs> also there was another thing. Like I said, we got some. We got some some hardcore listeners that like really you know fool with us. You know that really rock with us. That were like, we love your podcast. We love listening to your podcast. But since we haven't seen the Batman movie, we can't listen to your last episode. So I was like, yeah. you know, out of respect for them, I was like, we need to kind of like stay away from hitting it. So we're not dropping any the Batman references, anything in this in this podcast episode. That being said, next week will be two weeks after the movie came out. So whatever you haven't seen, hey, that's on you after that. So, <laughs> all right. so, yeah. So this was a so Cold Case was a three story arc appearing in the Legends of the Dark Knight um, comic, which was just a bunch of you know one off Batman stories, kind of uh, not appearing at, or appearing out of can out of the main book, um, and it's just basically Batman uh, trying to solve these murders. Actually, it's an old murder. There was like some old, what were they called? The Riverside Park murder killer or whatever. Um, like 20 years, 20 years before, you know, when Bruce was still a kid, 
<coughs> there was a series of murders where women were being <coughs> um, disemboweled and their organs being taken out. <coughs> Sorry. And um, no one caught the killer. And the case was never closed, it, hence the, the title Cold Case. Um, uh, 20 years later, a true crime writer reopens the case and starts writing a book about these murders and basically saying the killer had to know, you know, had to know medical knowledge and surgical, how to do surgeries because of the, you know, the, the, the nature of the crimes, removing the organs and stuff. So it had to be someone who was a doctor or a physician and he names a suspect very similar to the Zodiac book and the movie Zodiac. This writer names a suspect in his book and he names Thomas Wayne. Mm. This, yes, the, because Thomas Wayne was a doctor. And uh, um, yeah, so this prompts Batman to go start investigating. He starts investigating, you know, the cops, this one cop that worked on the case who was also corrupt and now he works for the Penguin. He interviews that guy. He interviews the writer. He interviews all these people. Then these people start winding up dead. Everybody he interviews ends up dead. So um, he ends up talking to uh, Leslie Tompkins, who was also working at the hospital during that time. And she's just because, you know, it was like this guy is naming my dad as a suspect. And she recalls a, 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 a patient he was seeing that he was like, well, something's going on with this, my, one of my patients, but out of the, you know, the confidentiality, we're not supposed to talk about it, but I have a fear that there might be some violence involved and blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, so he was like conflicted about talking to the police about it, but even though it was something in the past, you know, it happened in the past and there was no more threat of violence. So he didn't know if he was, he should talk about it. Um, and then Shortly thereafter, Bruce Wayne's parents ended up getting killed. So they never, you know, named him as a suspect. Um, so Bruce digs, Batman digs into um, Thomas Wayne's history of his patients and find, figures out who the killer is. And he's like, oh, shit, I better go back to Leslie Thompson. So he rushes over the, the patient Thomas Wayne was seeing was Nora Freeze. Oh, shit. Did she have the disease already? She already had the disease, and the killer was Mr. Freeze. But it was before he became Mr. Freeze. He was trying to save her, hence why he was going around cutting out all these organs and giving it to his wife and trying to save his wife. And then his wife suspected, because the murders were going on, his wife ended up suspecting Victor was doing that, and that's when she told Bruce or uh, Thomas Wayne about it, you know. So Batman goes there just in time for Mr. Freeze, because he's going around killing all the witnesses, because they're like, oh shit, this guy's writing a book, he's opening the case, I gotta kill all the witnesses. Batman gets there just in time, you know, to save Leslie Tompkins from Mr. Freeze, and there's a big fight and shit, and you know, and he kicks his ass, and you know, and, and you know, Turns out, yeah, Nora Freeze was feeling conflicted about getting all these organs from these murder victims and shit. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty cool. It's Batman being a detective, very similar to what's going on in the movie, solving the serial killer case that turned out to be Mr. Freeze. So, yeah, so, check it out. 
for some reason, I didn't make the connection that the killer in a book, Batman book called Cold Case, was Mr. Freeze. I yes, make that hence connection. the title, Cold Case. Right? <laughs> Everyone yeah. chill, you know. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's okay. And matter of fact, it sounds like the basics that they decided to do like a sequel to make Mr. Freeze. They want to make him a, a serious, you know, villain. They could go yeah. that route. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So what do we have in there? Okay, so like I said, we got let's talk about uh comicsology for a second. Let's talk about comicsology. Okay. So uh <laughs> like I said, for those of you keeping up with the podcast or just keeping up with comicsology in general, they all know that comicsology sucks ass right now. But I have found a workaround because if you go to like you type in comicsology, it takes you directly to the Amazon site where you can't really do anything. And I, even if you download the Amazon browser the amazon app the kindle app on windows it still doesn't work right like i said you've seen us struggle with stuff like that but here's the workaround that i found and i'm gonna see if i can pull it up right quick okay so the workaround that i found that if you go to actual amazon you'll see let me see if i can pull it up right there right there you're gonna see uh amazon app store so what amazon app store is is actual the android version of all the android apps because the thing is kindle and comicsology actually works pretty good on ios uh, devices and android devices it just sucks on windows so if you download that one on the left basically what it does is that you get the android version of it so when you get the android version of it let me see if i can see if i can show you it will look like this where are you yeah so that's what the books look like right there so like that's all my list that i have right there uh, my whole file, my whole library is there, and I'm gonna just show you a quick uh, of ones that, that won't get me flagged anything. Let's do take it Amazon because I am not reviewing that book. <laughs> that book <laughs> fucking suck. But anyway, see, it works. I, I almost got that too. I, I yeah, that. and cause you know you still get the seven preview stuff like that, but I'm not. Yeah, but that's what you got right there. So yeah. See, so my, I got it on my tablet, and it doesn't. I gotta download it to see the sample. Oh yeah, yeah. You got download to see the sample. That, that, that's what I just did. I downloaded to see the sample. So you okay, can't see it yeah. till you download the sample. Yeah. Because like before, and I could just it like just the pages were already there, and it was there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't even have to click. Oh, I could just see the first few pages. Oh, okay, and decide whether or not to buy it or not. But it still yeah, doesn't not... let you add shit to the cart. That's really annoying. <sighs> I'm gonna look at it again. Like I say, it's still some stuff playing around with. They got some stuff they need to fix out with it, fix it. But we'll see how it goes. So. All right. Um, let's see. Okay, so let's go ahead and actually do a book now. The first book I'm going to do. <laughs> let's see. I think the first book I'm going to do is Naomi. Naomi season two. Uh, Eli, I take it you haven't been keeping up with the CW show. I watch it, but I don't pay because it comes on. It automatic because I got the CW app. It automatically pay plays right after Superman. So I've been watching mm-hmm. them, but not paying too much attention. I'm getting the gist. It's, okay. It's I. You know, first off, it's slow. The show is so <laughs> slow because the thing is, they're just now finishing the first arc of the first comic in, in the show. Now, like that, we already did this shit. But anyway, let's start the season two because hopefully they'll get to that in season two. So what we have here is boom, Naomi. And first off, if you, whatever you say about the Naomi book, the art is awesome, which you will soon see that I get everything fixed. So uh, let's see where we're going to start off. OK, so. Starting off with the book, you see all the people that Naomi's class keep talking about. Oh, did you see what happened last week? Last week was awesome. And Naomi's just like, they said, what? And basically the rumor that's going around school or in the town is that she had a death match, a battle to the death 
with Black Adam. It, it didn't happen, but that's what everybody thought happened. And she's like, are y'all that damn dumb? If I really had a death fight with Black Adam, do you think I'd really be standing here? They're like, well, you, you got a point. So like, so then she's talking to a therapist and the therapist like, okay, so what happened? And she's like, okay, so what happened was somebody from my home planet attacked Black Adam. And he thought it, uh, I might know something. So he just came and asked me a question. And that's when Superman showed up and invited me to just leave. And now I know Aquaman. And now Black uh, Canary knows my name. It sounds weird when you say it out loud. And so you're like, yeah, it does, you know. So she's still talking to a therapist, uh, Breeze Debbie, and she talks about how she's having trouble, you know, at home. For some reason, her parents, they just not clicking like they used to, you know. And her parents are even trying, well, her dad, because, you know, her dad is rainy, so he's an alien also, but not from the same alien she is. And she's like, okay, let's get the training, you know, power up. She flames up or whatever she does, and she starts burning shit. And he starts, you know, yelling at her, like, what are you doing? And she's like, didn't Superman train you better than this? You know, like, just yelling at her for no reason. And she's like, yes, I need training. Help me out. And they basically get to a large, large argument and, you know, uncomfortable silence. And, you know, and she's just like, I could train you, but you got to listen to everything I say and blah, 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 stuff like that, you know. Um, cut to it. That's D, the big tattoo guy, stuff like that. He basically saying, look, since everything's kind of calmed down, I'm going to come up to your house. Now, me and your dad can help you train, you know, because you, you definitely need training if you're going to fight, you know, the evil dudes that took over your, your home planet, you know um let's see moving past that and she's keep having nightmares about what her home planet looks like you know damn it right okay everything's screwing up anyway so <laughs> <laughs> she's having dinner with annabelle they go to dinner because like i said that's the one they're supposed to have dinner and d's supposed to come over supposed to train them but d doesn't show up they have a comfortable silence the dad's on the phone and he just gets up and leave. And she like, I called him four hours ago. He didn't show up. So Naomi knows something up. So she flies off. See, see what I'm talking about? The art. J- Jamal Campbell killed the art on this shit. You know, uh, she flies over to D's auto shop. Uh, flies what's going on. Nobody's there. And when she gets in there, um, somebody has basically torn torn his house apart, even though he's not there. You know, so this is she, just kind of like one of those ep- on the show, the episode or whatever. Yeah, like it's very, it's very close to each other. Yeah. yeah. So she picks up one of the Thanag- Thanagarian, you know, symbols. She don't know if it's like a call sign. She tried talking to it, like D, can you hear me? And then while she's talking, her dad breaks in the room, and he's got one of his alien Iranian guns and shit like that. She's like, "What are you doing here? You you breaking and entering?" And she was like, "Dad, somebody kidnapped D. What's going on?" She was like, "Go home." And that's when she was like, "Wait a minute." Did you have something to do with this? Dun, 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 to be continued. So that's what's going on right now. So yes, it's very episodic. But I think that was always the point of this, you know, Naomi show to begin with. So, uh, but the thing is, the comic moves way faster than the than the TV show does. It gets to the point, moves on, you know. And it's but it's still like a a slice of life super slash superhero comic. That's the angle they're going for. But yeah, it's cool. Like I said, art's awesome. But uh, you, did you do all your books already or? I got Han Solo. Oh, cool. Okay. Han yeah. Solo. Cool. All right. <laughs> I didn't save any images. Sorry. I didn't no, do my homework. Cool. <laughs> that's cool. We did kind of this last minute because we didn't know what we were going to talk about till yesterday. Yeah. So this is that Han Solo and Chewbacca book. Um, <clears throat> this uh, takes place, I believe, before episode four. Yeah, obviously, because Han Solo is still a fucking like, smuggler. Um, and it's basically uh, 
you know, he's he gets hired to do a job to break into some uh, hired but Jabba to break into some like rich dude's uh, casino and steal some shit. But the problem is he has to work with Greedo. Mm-hmm. Um, Greedo knows, you know, knows all the has all the information. So it's basically Chewbacca, Han Solo, and Greedo going to this planet to go break into this casino to get this thing. Um, but they don't have it's it's in a safe, you know, and they they don't have any way to open it. They don't have a code. They don't have a. They need like a big giant machine to open it, you know, to drill through it, and they just don't have time to do it. So they got to rethink, you know, how to how to get into the safe, how to steal the shit. Um, they end up in a bar, um, and they're just chilling. I was like, I need to think. I need to figure this out. And so so and they're on Corellia. That's where that's where this uh plant the this job is, is Corella. Corellia, which is where Han Solo was born, where he grew up on the streets doing, you know, crime and shit. Um, so he's in the bar and he meets this old guy and he's like, a, he works at the shipyards, you know, um, he's like, oh, I see you work at the shipyards, you know, uh, you know, welding, you know, making ships and shit. Because, yeah, my father worked in those shipyards. He's, oh, really? Yeah. So they start bullshitting, they start drinking and shit. And, um, and uh, you know, Kind of, kind of getting to know each other, you know, shooting the shooting the breeze at the bar, um, and then at the end, it figures out uh, 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 the guy he's talking to turns out to be Han Solo's dad. So that's kind okay. of where the has he ends. ever met his dad before? No, yeah, he's that never. Yeah, he was a runaway, so um, right. So he never really knew his dad, um, and they're like, "Dad, Han," and then that's kind of where it ends. And then meanwhile. Han, you know, because Han did another job, it started out where Han did a, this other heist and he's got like, you know, the cops after him, other bounty hunters are after him, other crews are after him. So there's all these people kind of after Han right now anyway. So that's all little subplots going on. So all the shit, it's, you know, you know, crime story, you know, cops and robbers shit, you know. So it's pretty cool. It's Han Solo doing you know, doing dirt before he joined the rebels, and it's it's fun. So I give it a four out of five. Cool. Okay. All right. So the next book we're going to do is one we've actually been avoiding talking about for months. But okay. Now since you, but since it came out now, <laughs> oh. we're like we might have. Yeah, we're like because I've been holding off addressing this subject all this time until we actually talk about it and get the chance to read it. Oh, not that. <laughs> Not the controversial Naomi. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> uh, where, where was that? Yeah, there we go. Yes, Punisher. Punisher 2022. So I've been holding off talking about this book as long as I can because I was like, I always want to just read it uh, before we just, just say things that we don't even know what the book is about. Let's actually like judge the art for what it is. So, yes. Yeah, so yeah, I, re- I read a few reviews, so I got the gist of... I didn't read this book, you know, because... I, and I understand you have a stance. I understand. Yeah, you know? I, yeah, I, I was, I just wasn't interested in the story or Ninja yeah. Punisher or any of that shit. Yeah, and then the, after the, the whole Con, whole, after the whole Conan thing, I'll use that in his excuse. To, right, to, well, I'm your canceling. Boy. You, you cancel it, Jason Aaron. So yeah. <laughs> I'm boycotting it. So fuck it. That'll be my like, excuse. Canceling comic book writers now, like that's a thing. <laughs> but yeah, I just didn't care about this storyline, and um, so, but I did read a few reviews, so I, I know yeah. what happened. Cool. All right, and then I get because between the two of us, you're the the hardcore Punisher guy. Like this is your thing. I am a casual 
Punisher fan, even if you want to call it that. So, and I've enjoyed Jason Aaron's other Punisher runs. I mean, Jason Aaron, yeah, he, he, you know, like I said, he writes macho men doing macho shit. His Thor run, his Conan run, his Punisher, his Wolverine run. You know, I've enjoyed some of Jason Aaron's shit. You know, so yeah. So, but and, and we and for people that don't know what's so controversial about this book. With everybody, we'll we'll get into that also. <laughs> but first thing we guys can do is just jump into it. Let's talk about what this book is going on. So yeah, the book starts off with uh, like I said, the the famous Punisher, Frank Castle family getting shot up, and basically Punisher was there with them, also getting shot to shot the shit. But he was up still moving, and police are just looking at him like, how the hell is this guy still moving? Somebody hold him down, <laughs> you know? And he's looking at his wife dying, you know. And that's it. So that's how the book starts off, pretty much. It. And they're like, who is this guy? Frank Castle is the oh, Punisher. Is that all, all the Punisher's greatest hits? The money shot. Yeah, you got the, the Daredevil thing here and the Mike Zick here and Numb and, and yeah, all this stuff like that. So yeah, if you're a Punisher fan, Steve this is Dillon. this is a, yeah. yeah. When he I always love this and when he when he shows up on some gangsters with a bazooka. Oh yeah, I have that. That's that's Punisher number two. I still got that. Did he really do that? Like I, wouldn't that hurt him? <laughs> Anyway, doesn't matter. It's Punisher. <laughs> uh, going to the next thing. Okay, so what we got here, we got uh, they're in Greece, and you basically got some some arms dealers. And I, I don't know who these guys are, but I'm going to assume I'm going to seem assume they're like acolytes of Ares because Ares yes is in Marvel also because he wear that dumbass helmet too, and they keep saying bless the war because he's the god of war. So that's what I think. So they get these calls from like this uh, East African warlord trying to wage war Wakanda, Hydra. All the people, you know, the, the people you expect. But they get this call. Somebody's going on. They pull out the gamma guns. You're going to get special guns. supposed to kill Hulk. Uh, lights get cleared off all of a sudden. And everybody gets chopped up. And boom, only one guy is left. And, but the one guy is left is missing a hand. <laughs> or arm. I can't remember which one. Uh, yeah, missing a hand. Okay. And he just looks at him. He's just like, who do you work for? And he and he's like, I'm going to just cut to the end. He's basically just like, uh, either tell me who you work for or pick up your gun. And he's just like, well, fuck it. I'm gonna pick up my gun. So he actually picks up a gun, but he like shakes the uh his hand off the gun. <laughs> you know, it aims at him right before he shoots him. And before he gets the shot off, damn. See, you know, the uh like one of the Mortal Kombat fatality moves. But it wasn't right quick a uh, fatality move because Punisher hasn't mastered the technique yet. So it didn't kill the guy one hit. He actually still alive, but he's bleeding out. He's like, oh shit, I meant to kill this guy, but he ain't dead. So he walks back over and you know, finish him off. You know, so then he just says to everybody in the room, okay, and you know, he does the whole Ronin shit. I said, like, You could have made this a Ronin book, Hawkeye doing this shit, whatever. Anyway, oh, uh, but yeah, he tells, he just says, Take the weapons, burn the rest. And all of a sudden, these ninjas just pop out of nowhere. And so now, not only is Punisher a ninja, he runs the ninja clan. And if you notice, he has a different insignia, a different symbol than he had before. It's we the hand, isn't that. it? Is that the hand? I mean, it's not a hand. That's a skull. No, it's, I mean the hand. hand. He's running. He's running the hand. Yeah, yeah, he's running the hand. I thought you meant his his symbol was the symbol <laughs> of the hand. But yeah, but yeah, he he's running the hand. So anyway, so he goes to uh the ninja assassin dojo, whatever like that. Uh, and he meets the arch priestess, you know, and she's basically saying, "Welcome back, Punisher." Uh, and basically, your guys have came back and they gave you presents. All of these guys right here are like murderers, rapists, pedophiles. They got off, but, you know, the back here, you got women in there too. It's like, but they didn't do anything to them. They brought them for you to do with as you will. 
And so Punisher just gets ready to cock back and takes the first, you know, uh, pedophile out. But then we get a flashback to see what's going on. So he back from murdering a whole bunch of people. He gets back to, you know, hard day of killing. And right when he gets there, <laughs> he gets jumped by the hand. You know, he's like, what the fuck these people are doing here like that? And then at the same arch priest, it was just like, this is your first test. You know, uh, oh, it, we cut back to the press tank, chopped the guy's head off. You know? uh, and apparently we don't see it, but he killed everybody in the room. He was like, okay, go find me some more pedophiles for tomorrow. I'll kill those guys too. So then I'm going to go chill and rest up, you know. And everybody's just bound to him and he goes there. He goes back to his guns and shit. His old Punisher insignia is like a shrine or whatever. And he gets ready to go to bed, but you see a woman in his bed, you know. Uh, so we cut back to the uh, past time and Punisher's punish going all John Wick on these. Oh, he's going to punish on these guys. <laughs> and so he like shoots the shit out of them, but they like getting him. They stab him. And I love the action. The action is kinetic you know yeah, well, art looks dope yeah it looks cool yeah like, like i said he's got like a a dual shotgun going on with the spear in his head he doesn't say any funny punch lines like dead push like that he just kills that's all he does his his saw his shotgun gets cut in half by the ninjas you know uh he gets knocked into the refrigerator so he grabs his sword out of the refrigerator and stabs a dude in the dick i think it's a knife Stabs the dude in the dick with a knife. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chops the refrigerator in half. He gets hit with ninja stars. He still mows him down. Uh, and while the guy's coming in there, he reaches back behind him and pulls out a chainsaw <laughs> and starts going to work on him from that. You know, but somebody recall they still going to work on him after that. He's chopping him up. Just just glorious stuff. And then he pulls out. Uh, oh, he has he has a remote detonator. He pulls out. These guys are riding his Claymore trap. So his his uh, apartment's all booby trapped and shit. Yeah, because yeah, he's Punisher, of course, you know. <laughs> so, like, everybody's there. The Archpreacher's like, damn, this, this dude, okay, he is who he thought he was, you know. Uh, bodies just on top of bodies. And then Punisher jumps up, has an M60 in his arm where he's loading it by himself and just mows down everybody. And the Archpreacher's looking like she's getting you know, moist over all this. You know, <laughs> like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He is who a man we thought he was. So, yeah. So, uh, she's like, okay. Uh, Frank, no, she calls him by his real name, Francis Castillon, because that's Frank Castle's real name. He changed it. He was like, does this belong to you? He's like, no, but this does. Now, who sent you? You know, uh, he like, Frank, before you kill me, I got some important information that you might want to hear. So then uh, he turns around, some more people walk in. They bring a lady in, and then, you know, the Archpreacher says, now, tell me, actually, I'm going to ask you again, does this belong to you? And then we cut to the end, Frank gets naked, sexy time, and he gets in the bed, and it's Maria, his dead wife, back to life. But she still got, like, the bullet hole scars and stuff like that, you know. Uh, like I said, this is not out of, out of character for the hand. The hand does this stuff all the time. That's Electra always dies. That's, that's just what they do. They just bring people back because they can do that. Yeah, you know? they did that to Echo. Echo got killed and they resurrected her. Yeah, it's the MO. That's that's what they do. You know, uh, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, I might need you. Oh, here we go. Who is this? Yo. Yo, what up? What up? Uh, nah, kid. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's not a read that I laugh. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so can we get to the controversy? Because we never talked what, about it. What did you think of the comic? Honestly, I thought the comic was awesome. Okay. Only thing is, like I said, I'm not as much as, as a Punisher, you know, diehard fan as others will. So I could see how people would read this as out of character. Now, I don't know if this is out of character for Punisher. I or mean, not. looking at it, looking at it, it looks pretty cool. It, it does look fun. I will admit, yeah. I didn't read it, but yeah, it looks fun. 
Yeah. And, and plus, you know, it, it's a mini series anyway. So we already know it's going to happen. He's going to go through this whole adventure and then it's going to everything's going to go back to status quo anyway. But the thing is why this book got so much, you know, it's so much controversy is because of the symbol, because of the symbol has been changed. Now, there are a lot of reasons why people think the symbol was changed in this one. In the in the comic, it was explained because he's a member of the hand now, so he's wearing the hand symbol. But in the real world where we live, if that's what you want to call this, you know, uh, people are saying they've been changed because the Punisher symbol has been co-opted by, let's say, domestic terrorists and the police. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the thing is, so they're walking around with this. They're saying they're expanding just and they're using Punisher as a symbol for that. So Marvel is trying to distance himself when this guy like mows down a whole bunch of people wearing a, you know, uh, a Punisher symbol or a cop, you know, breaks a black dude's neck and he's got a Punisher tattoo and stuff like that. They're trying to, I guess, separate themselves from that. They never publicly came out and said they're going to do that. But that's what this feels like. It Even though some like of the a, some of the old comics and some of the old writers of Punisher have said in public, like, "Yo, the Punish this the Punisher is not a cop. He's not a he's not part of the military. He is a psychopath vigilante, and they don't endorse cops or the military or militants uh, using right. their symbol, using the Punisher right. symbol." Right, but is that enough for Marvel to just distance themselves from these these idiots out here doing this stuff? I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, you know. Okay, I I, I don't know how deep we want to go because <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about this so a while now. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, they sell stickers. I've seen the stickers of Punisher with the American flag or the Blue Lives Matter. Punisher, you know, skull and or you right. know, none, none of this is endorsed by Marvel. Yeah, like none of it, yeah. none of it. Yeah, it, they're just freely do it using the Punisher symbol and make it their own. Disney, who owns Marvel, who does the Punisher, they have it. They have <laughs> in their ability to tell people to cease and desist, and they have not. <laughs> True. You know, so this whole thing of, oh, we're going to like bring this attention. This is what they do. They bring attention. We're going to take a progressive stance and make this comic where we're going to change the skull just because it's being misused when in the end they haven't really taken that, that, you know, the steps they could to rectify the situation right all they want to do is just basically wash their hands of the situation themselves on the back like they always do right because i'm thinking like is this the way to fix this situation i don't know because hell these assholes might just take the ninja punisher assembler and just go shoot up a bunch of people they might they might do that you know or since punisher doesn't use guns anymore they might use swords and ninja stars now, honestly, if, if they do that, I, honestly, I would give Marvel a pat on the back for that. You know, <laughs> damn, these, these crazy assholes chop people up with a sword. Okay. Good job, Marvel. You know, uh, make, make a tweet. A tweet. Nobody we follows do. me. Nobody follows us. We can <laughs> make a tweet. Follows. Nobody's going to care. I, <laughs> Appreciate I, you, Nakia, for that. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am so not well versed in Twitter. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our, our digital footprint is very small at the moment. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that's the thing so like i said isn't enough is marvel basically in the clear for this you know because 
I don't know. I, I feel like Marvel doesn't know what to do with Punisher. Well, I, I take that back. Disney doesn't know what to do with Punisher. Because Marvel is always like, he's an asshole, he's a crackpot. We don't really know what to do with him. And that was the, the appeal of Punisher. Because he was so fucking crazy, he didn't know what to do with him. But he was Disney, a product, yeah, he was a total product of the 80s. He, he started out as a throwaway Spider-Man villain. But once the 80s rolled around and we had Schwarzenegger and Rambo and, you know, the macho tough guy shooting up, you know, the one man army shooting up, you know, disposable enemies with guns. Hey, let's bring Punisher back and make him that guy, the guy with the guns who shoots down all the disposable enemies. And that's what yeah. in the 80s, you know, he's a product that was, of the 80s, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing. But we're not in the 80s that's anymore. That's what we're into, we're, you know. We're, we're woke yeah. now, you know. <laughs> And then you had yeah, then you had the Garth Ennis run, who made, I mean, he he used the Punisher to sort of comment on American violence and American mil, the military action and you know involvement in other countries. And he brought like corruption. He it was a more a comment on, you know, the violence that America perpetrates, and a pun and the Punisher is a product of that, and that's why that run works so well. Yeah. But see, I think that's the problem, Eli, what we're getting into with comics and getting adapting comics in general. And not even talking about Hollywood, I'm talking about even with people, what they take away from comics. Subtext just doesn't exist. They look yeah. at characters like Rorschach, you know, thinking like, oh, he's cool as fuck. You know, when that's not supposed to be the case of the character, you're supposed to look at him like he's a fucked up character. But people don't see context, they just see cool ass art, and that's what they go with. Nobody looks at Punisher like, is he problematic or he's supposed to? To be problematic as I wrote, they just like, oh, he's cool as fuck. He shoots a bunch of people. Let's just do that, you know. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider would break punishing, and that is Frank Castle. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the Frank thing. Castle. That and that's the thing. Marvel is trying to do everything with Punisher except make him Punisher. Let's make him Ghost Rider. Let's make him Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Let's make him an Angel. Let's yeah. make him War a Machine. <laughs> Let's make a him Ninja. Let's do yeah. like what? What the fuck, War Machine? Man? But that's the thing. They try to do that was fun. And, that was so fun. And, you know. But here's the thing. Yeah. I got triggered on there. We got six black superheroes, and you're gonna make one of them Punisher. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, there's probably people look at things, bro. They look at uh, couples going around saying they were joking, Harley Quinn, like, what the fuck? Yeah, that you hashtag uh, goals, relationship goals, like, no, <laughs> this, yeah. like, no, this is never, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, yeah, j- yeah, no, Harley and Ivy, those are relationship goals, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. but but yeah, I mean, um, I, yeah, it, it's it's it's. I mean, at the core, the the Punisher is a psychopath, and that's what works best for him. Um, yeah. But making him that, an immortal ninja with all this, it, it basically separate him from reality. So yeah. people, they, there's no way these assholes can copy what he's doing. They I mean, can't just like ninjas and shit. Yeah. He's just a fascinating character, and yeah, that, and we talked about this. Like, you don't have to like a character to be really and that's the thing Eli I don't think people get that I don't think people understand it they think anytime it's a main character you must agree with what that character do yeah like they must be wholesome yeah and be and and agree with everything you do and they're not allowed to be flawed or whatever you know unless it you know or or wrong they're not allowed to be wrong yeah Yeah. I mean yeah I, I I I'm a Punisher fan but I 
I don't aspire to be the Punisher, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And we talked right. about Scarface. We love watching Scarface and gangster movies, but we don't want to do that, you know? <laughs> at, at the, but here's the thing, though, Eli. Okay, all these gangster movies we grew up on, there is a rise and fall. Like, yes. we saw the ending to Scarface. We saw the ending yeah. to, you know, Godfather. That we didn't, we never saw the ending to Punisher, you know? And yeah. even if we do, he gets resurrected by the hand and he comes back and doesn't matter anyway, you know? So there's no rise and fall or no moral to the story of what Punisher does. He just kills yeah. a bunch of people and kills and more that, people. You know? And that's all, that's where he works best. When he is just a tool, when he is just a, a like a, a, a storm that just comes in and, you know, and wrecks like the, the force place. Of nature. Yeah, wrecks yeah. the place and exposes corruption and exposes the negativity in the world. And that, that that's how I view him. That's what mm -hmm. keeps me riveted. You know, yeah, he's a murdering psychopath, but he's fun to watch or fun to right. read. You know, and, and um, Gomer and I disagreed today. I was like, yes, yeah, uh, Punisher has been a psychopath before. Like I said, we're joining the hand. Honestly, it's not too far away from what we've seen before. Because hell, a couple years ago, he joined Hydra. Like when Captain America was doing all that weird shit and Punisher not, yeah, Captain America was some kind of weird alternate universe clone or whatever the fuck he was. Frank Castle was Frank Castle. He just signed it. He was like, oh, you said we can kill a bunch of people? Uh, sign me up, you know, because he uh, his goals are already not too far away from how you're trying to do anyway. So, like I said, he's an anti-hero. We're not supposed to agree with anything he does, yeah. but you, there are people out there that idolize this crazy shit he does because yeah. he is a fascinating character. He kills a bunch of people. But, and it goes all the way back to Westerns, like Clint Eastwood, the man with no name. That dude, right. he's a good guy in those stories, but he right. could very well be a villain in another story because that dude is a criminal. He's an outlaw. He kills indiscriminately. He's so good at killing. You know, he's got all these gun tricks and he's fast on the draw, but he's still an anti. He's not a good guy. He's not a, you know, he's not a hero. He is an anti-hero. That, but that's the comment on the westerns of those times they were commenting on you know the west being this fucked up landscape right where Th all there are no up, heroes right these fucked up people exist you know and that's the comment the italian the spaghetti westerns they were commenting on america like american the america is a corrupt land that was built on genocide and slavery and they built all these towns full of fucked up people you know to, and that's what America is, and, right. and, and uh, all these corrupt characters exist, like the man with no name. He is a criminal. He is an outlaw. You know, but and the still, only law is the person made by the one with the fastest gun. That's it. Yeah. So, and, right and or wrong, that, that yeah. plays no part into it. Yeah. And that's the subtext that yeah we're, goes back to the subtext that no one wants to, you know, or no one nobody notices or nobody talks about. They just oh right. my god, oh my god, they, that guy just kills people oh my god he blah, 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 blah. you know he, well yeah that's what he does you know <laughs> uh push really needs his own corner of the marvel universe where, where i mean they always stick him in the corner of the universe. i mean you rarely see him team up with you know the hulk or some shit you know uh, yeah he, i mean he, he was he, on the savage avengers for a spell and that was fun while it lasted but wasn't he like killing yeah. monsters and shit you know yeah. it's that that don't really count yeah okay he killing dinosaurs and mutants and shit like that i'm talking about crack dealers you know rapists pedophiles like he you know goes at those guys and they don't really have him do that anymore uh, i don't know well in garth ennis's run that's all he did 
Garth Ennis. But, but 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 how long ago was that run? That's the thing. Yeah. What early two thousands? Yeah. And Garth and every time Garth Ennis writes a Punisher book now, it gets all flack from all the comic skaters. They're all like, "Oh, this woke Punisher now," and all blah 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 blah. But that was the nature of Garth Ennis's run. You know, right. Garth Ennis's Punisher run is what kept him relevant and what kept him pop. That led to the movies and all that stuff. You know. And they're missing the subtext in that. Garth Ennis was making those comments in his his comics in the in the right. Punisher run, you know. And he's just doing the same thing, you know. The last right. was it the the Battle Forge or whatever the the last Garth Ennis run that came out where they talked about his time in Vietnam again, mm-hmm. and um, you know, is all these so it was about all these soldiers regretting going to war and regretting. Yeah, just regret, just having all this guilt over all the atrocities they committed during the Vietnam War, and all these people read it and oh my God, this is all woke now, uh, libtards and their woke agenda <laughs> and all this shit, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But you know that that was always there. That was always there in Garth Ennis's run, and now he's writing a new book. See, that's why I didn't, I didn't, I didn't read this one. I'm waiting for the Garth Ennis book to come out because he's got right. a new one coming out. And that's what I'm waiting for. And I and I already hear, oh, the woke Garth Ennis Punisher coming back. Because <laughs> this is this is a safe book. You know, yes, he's yeah. chopping a bunch of people. Yeah, he's chainsaw ninjas like that. Still safe. You can't chainsaw ninjas in real life. Because ninjas <laughs> don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what we got here? A- Age of Ultron 2. <clears throat> Why would they make Age of Ultron 2 when Age of Ultron was part of out the people kind of butterflies? Peacemakers. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, I mean, I missed that part. Oh, yeah, yeah. As a villain, when you going around talking about androids or swapping out with people, kind of like butterflies, peacemaker. Um, actually, he wasn't trying to swap out people. He just want to swap out himself. He just want to become. A, it's like it's the Pinocchio thing. They kept saying Pinocchio over again. He want to be a real boy. Yeah. And we talked about the peacemaker. The peacemaker was another anti-hero. Yes, you know? peacemaker. I don't even was know if he was anti. I think he was just a straight up villain. He was just a straight up villain. He was just <laughs> shooting people. Just didn't give a fuck. Yet. Yeah, that we started to care about. You know, yeah. he's a racist douchebag that we kind of fell in love with. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it's again, weird how they uh, did it, but they made it work. On the watch, a blast to watch. But you care about him because he's starting to realize the mistakes that he made. You know, and this is from James Gunn, who's woke as fuck, woke and left leaning as fuck. Like they came after him. That's why Marvel had to yeah. find him because they came after him. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I got one more book. Should I? Should I do it? Sure. Okay. Last one after the book out. I I feel like I go ahead and do it because we keep talking about woke this woke that, and you got people super pissed off about this book. This is the most hated comic series out right now, Eli. Talk people about woke. <laughs> woke on woke on woke. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You're so yeah, we're gonna talk about. Head. I haven't slept in days. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, we're gonna talk about Superman, Son of Kal-El, number nine. Uh, like I said, this is part two of a story that transfer uh came over from Nightwing. So this is part two. That's the finale of this. So we're just gonna talk about that. Um, and basically, it's a Superman, you know, John, John Kent, Nightwing team up. That's what it is. So let's see what we got. Uh, yeah. So it starts off basically like we said last time. Uh, there was, and the, I don't know who the artist they got for this, but he's awesome. On this also there's some good art this this week uh but yeah there's a serial killer out killing a bunch of superheroes so 
everybody so oracle telling that all the superheroes need to partner up they need to get another partner to go with them but nightwing is out here by himself so he knows that the guys that are killing him got something to do with lex lex luther so he's uh knocking out some of like lex luther's unknown spots i do like this little thing to get like nice guy moving company not illegal gun runners <laughs> you know in parentheses so but the art of here just watch nightwing just go nightwing like, like around that. and shit yeah yeah just do that shit like damn that that, that shit just awesome people that this is why nightwing sells so much but anyway these guys show up the rising these are these serial killers gonna ride killing superheroes nightwing's by himself they're like okay he's an easy kill he's a gimme so we can just get this again you can't run he's just like uh i wasn't trying to and plus half this job is cardio anyway so yeah i can run deuces and so he does this little flip thing now that's cool also flipping on top of the building the rising go after him and they actually beat him up there before he gets there you know i love uh, how then, the how the mm-hmm. panels are basically the building like right, I, the I was building. loving it i was like i don't yeah. know who this artist is but man his eye the layouts yeah the art and the lay just the layout and the paneling it's just is yeah, this the same great. guy that does the nightwing books i, I don't know it looks like it because the nightwing stuff is like that too yeah yeah oh uh, uh, but yeah, okay. So he just grabs Nightwing, just throws him off the ledge, and just makes him drop. And they just look like, yeah, you want to watch him drop? Yeah, let's just watch him drop. Okay. So while he's dropping, Superman flies off and like jump, but he flies past Nightwing. He's just chilling <laughs> Nightwing, in the air. Yeah, Nightwing is fought with his legs crossed, just falling. It's just like, yeah, you go get him. Like he's just letting him fall, just doesn't give a shit, you know. And then you know, Superman just beat the shit out of everybody, and they just like getting in the ass knocked out. They ask a question. So basically, what the plan was is that. Uh, they were like, wait, you were supposed to be out of the country. We saw you fly out of the country an hour ago. He's like, yeah, I did, but I kept flying because the earth is round. So I just came back around. <laughs> you know, we wanted you to think Nightwing was by himself so we could draw you out. We use him as bait. You know, well, shouldn't you be rescuing him? Like, nah, he got it. So then we saw how Nightwing survived that shit. So John threw the uh, his baton over. Nightwing does some some bloop bloop shit. You know, get some squirrel wings like like Batman did in the movie uh spoiler alert uh, and then he flies <laughs> off yeah. and he does the thing but he sees the baton so he catches the baton right in the air man the art in this is shit man and I'm, i did I'm you. i did think of the batman too when when i saw <laughs> right. that <laughs> it is so he ropes the thing up and flies back up he likes how it goes so he sees what's going on superman kind of got everything in hand he's like night was like i really can't handle these guys like i'm kind of just here now you're like no nah, you you pulled your weight by being bait so yeah so he jumps in kicks a bunch of ass one dude grabs him headbutts him and night was like dude did you really headbutt superman you know and the guy knocks himself out <laughs> you know so he does that everybody else just flies off and shit like that it was like and john's like i could go after them but since nightwing got a track on it anyway i'm just letting go because i want to see where they go so he sees them flying in lex court so he knows lex got something to do with it and he x-rays lex court building and underneath the building it's all lead so like okay yeah lex luther is definitely up to some shady shit you know um well they got they got they're gonna interrogate this guy they were like well he must not be this smart because if he he's dumb enough to hit but you he obviously not that smart you know uh so that's when you know president bendix or whatever like that he like uh-uh, kill this guy so he takes control of that guy so i was talking to him like you're not superman you were a child wearing your father's clothes you can't stop the rising you know and then he x-rays him sees something about to go off in his head but right before his head go off you know the guy gets control again like superman so he knows somebody is controlling him and he blows up and you know he turns around the night when he like night when you okay you're like yeah you shielded me you know but are you okay and superman just like mm, and then he's just like hugs him you know 
So back at the Kent house, he talks to uh Lois, you know, and they just like, look, Clark told me to watch after John while he's gone. You know, that's what I'm here for. But that's not the only reason I'm here for. Look, there's some bigger stuff going around right now that we can't fight it just with fists. We can't super punch the narrative. We need to get behind this. And I need the best reporter on the planet I can find. And it's you. I need you to join the truth. So she wants him to join his podcast, you know, because it's less, it's Lois Lane, you know. Yeah. Uh, so he goes up there, talk to him. I'm going to skip past this. Some old mushy, mushy. Yeah. Ooh, I miss my dad. Can you be my new dad? You know, all the stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so, so John's boyfriend, here comes the woke shit. His boyfriend comes in, you know, he's just like, John, you need to see this. And Dick just like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. So he tries to attack him with a toy elephant or some shit, you know. Uh, then Lois jumps in with like some kind of Kryptonian weapon or whatever like that. Like, what the hell going on in here? She's like, calm down. It's okay. And, and, you know, the boyfriend, I can't, I forgot his name. He's like, no, it's, it's not. Hey, that's his name. He was like, oh yeah. And then they finally introduce each other. I'm editor of the truth. You need to see this. And they, they have footage. The Gamoran country released footage of what happened that day. And they show the footage of uh, the guy exploding. And they're trying to. You know, so when it happened, that's that's when Dick basically look at Lois is like, okay, now do you see what we're fighting? And Lois like, yeah, I mean, yeah, we need to take this asshole down. So, uh, and then yeah, so they start talking, and Nick, I, I passed over that why Dick's giving him a lollipop because in the other book when he found him in the cave, he gave him a lollipop. You know, yeah. whatever. But yeah, that's what I'm right there. So, uh, like I said, I'm still digging this book, man. I know everybody hates it. I know it's the wokest thing ever. You know. Oh, uh, Superman has a boyfriend, and oh, uh, climate change, also like that. Get over it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, it's still a fun book. Tom Taylor is killing this book. Uh, he's killing Nightwing, also. Like I said, he's one of the best out to do it. I skipped over one little part where Nightwing, for most people that don't know this, that Nightwing got his name from Superman because Nightwing is a Kryptonian bird. And he had a conversation with Superman, and some reason, just like, yeah, I'll take that name. So, no shit. I don't know. Yeah, I did not it, it was a thing back in Teen Titans. He had a conversation with Superman. Superman's like, hey, let's call you some Nightwing. Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what we got there. So like I said, I am booked out. I got no more books. Um, yeah, if you listen this long, if you like, share, subscribe. Um, Eli, we made it through this podcast. I thought we were going to like, I don't know, like have fluids <laughs> all over the screen. <laughs> like that, <you> know? <laughs> but we, we made it through. Yeah, so. <laughs> Hopefully next week we will have a clean bill of health. We will give you a, a, a podcast. We're at tip top position where we both ran 10 miles a piece. It would come in. Just a podcast. I doubt that would happen, but you never know. So uh, I don't know what's happening next week. We're just going to just talk about some new stuff and we'll just kind of go from there. Eli, anything else you got to add or? Uh, no, I think we got it. Okay. Appreciate all the new people. We got some new people that came in and commented. So appreciate you, uh, you know, just chilling out with us, having a good conversation with us. Tell your people, tell your people about us and join us. You know, don't, don't be a one and done, you know, join in with yeah. us. Uh, yeah. But until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. Yes. Never hate it. Always stayed official. Did my part. I played it. Now I'm faded. Money made it. Take my time and demonstrate it. Hop up on a different plane. I'm about to cop a Chain, I'm about to cop a different whip Every night a different dip If it's about a million dollars Book my flight, I'll take the trip Youngest niggas getting rich I'ma always take the list Put some diamonds in my watch I'm icy
icy like I spray my wrist. Ain't no other nigga you can name that put you on like this. Bringing that bread up, pouring that bread up, look how I feel to me. Never gonna let up, put on that pedal, no one can do it, I deep. Bringing that bread up, pouring that bread up, look how I feel to me. Never gonna let up, put on that pedal, no one can do it, I deep. I put you on for real. I put you on for real. I put you on, I put you on, I put you on for real. I put you on for real. I put you on, I put you on, I put you on for real. 